Welcome to RLA's Message of the Week. This is part five on outreach in our new series, The Big Five. Let's go into today's message. Um, and I'm really, really excited because we're going to be closing today um, the series on how God created us to influence others. We've been covering a series called The Big Five. Say with me, The Big Five. And uh, we've been, we've been uh, for the past five weeks, we've been talking about different key topics and key purposes and critical points that our life needs to reflect. And so we could put the first one on the screen. Um, so worship, we spoke about worship. What is worship? How worship is simply surrendering to God. How life is only about two options. You either worship yourself or worship God. Like there's no, two, there's no other option in life. And so um, we spoke about that. We spoke about the importance of having a community. Then we spoke about the importance of discipleship, a.k.a. maturing, how God doesn't call us to be Christians. He calls us to be disciples, people that actually walk and talk like him. Um, Jesus never used the word Christian. People that are going to heaven, there's going to be a lot of Christians that aren't going to be in heaven. That's news because there's a lot of Christians that hate people. And that's not what God is looking for. God is looking for people that actually walk and talk like God, like Jesus. But that was, if you missed that, you can follow it on the podcast. Um, and then uh, we spoke about ministry and uh, service last week. How God has given you a calling to build people. And that looks different for all of us. And how in God's great mission, he asks us to be co-workers with him. And so everyone here has a different calling. Some of you want to start a business. Some of you want to help uh, drug addicts. Some of, some of you want to start, I don't know, a gym. Uh, some of you want to start different things. And that's going to be your unique uh, ministry in God's big mission. Do you remember what was, what was the example we gave last week on God's mission? It's like, do you remember? <laughs> Restoring a restaurant, remember? <laughs> And, and how everyone has a part in this whole restaurant in restoring the world. So, um, and so today, say with me today. I want to talk about the final one, and it's outreach. And a.k.a. you were made to influence others. You were made to influence others. Tell the person next to you, influence other people. Yes. You were created for it. You were made to influence other people. So if you have a Bible, can you go to uh, Matthew chapter 28? <laughs> 28. Uh, you were made, you were created to influence others. Not only are, <laughs> are people that have thousands of followers on social media are to be influencers. We are all called to be influencers. We are all called to impact other people. And so Matthew chapter 28. Verse, um, verse 16, uh, this is a really important scene where Jesus gives the mission to his followers. And he says, then the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some still doubted. Still common today. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, just I want to highlight this moment real quick. Jesus just said, all authority and power has been given to me. And what, did he, what does he do with that power? He gave it away. 
When you get power, you're meant to give it away. Because if you hold power and privileges to yourself, it'll corrupt you. And Jesus shows an amazing example and model that he got power. And so that's why he says, therefore, I just thought that was mind-blowing. Anyway, therefore, go and make disciples, copies, students of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything I have taught you. And surely I am with you always to the end. Now, I want to I start today's message by saying to you that one of your key callings and purposes in life is to imitate God so that other people can imitate you. That is called outreach. That is called influencing others, is imitating God so that people can imitate you. Does that make sense? And at this church, and as we build this church into a very powerful machine that is going to restore the world, we are going to be very intentional about you mentoring others, about you influencing others. Does that make sense? We're going to be very, very intentional, and we're going to be very, very pushy about that. Does that make sense? And so I want to I want to start off by just 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 starting just by saying that number one before we we go into you mentoring others and you influencing others, our goal is that God is to be our number one model. God is to be our number one role model on how to do life, on how to forgive, on how to uh, love, on how to um, serve others, on how to manage a company, on how to manage a family, on how to manage finances. God is to be our model for all things. Someone once said, one of my favorite leaders in history, uh, he said, my dream and my goal in life is to be a window to heaven. I want that when people see me, they see heaven. They see what God is like. And when people are like, oh, my gosh, why do you manage your employees so well? My gosh, why do you do so well on that project? Why do you manage this so well? Why do you manage your family so well? You could say, yeah, God taught me how to do that. You know what I mean? And so God is to be our number one model. You could paraphrase the scripture we read as Jesus saying, go therefore to every ethnic group and help them become my students. Um, one of my favorite authors, can you put it on the screen, uh, uh, please? It says, he, he says this. He says, who teaches you? Whose disciple are you? One thing is for sure. You are somebody's disciple. You learn how to live from someone else. There are no exceptions to this rule for human beings are just the kind of creatures that have to learn and keep learning from others how to live. Isn't that so good? That's, yeah, that's, that's so good. So I want to ask you, whose disciple are you? Where did you learn how marriage is done? Where did you learn how to manage when you get angry? Because most likely, you got it from somebody. Who taught you what dating is? Who taught you what marriage is? Who taught you what your mind is? Who's, 
ultimate follower and disciple are you? And so I want to encourage you that if you are to influence others and if you are to, to what can I say, impact the lives of others, you better make sure you have a good source. That's kind of one of my favorite word, uh, questions to ask. What's your source? Where'd you get that from? <laughs> and friends of mine, they, they get bugged by it. So much so that my professor this week, um, it just came out. He said something, a, a study, and he's like a big notch. He's like the boss of all the professors. And he said, study, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what's your source? And I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't mean it like that. I meant more like I want to read it. So I, I want to read it myself. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that sounds even worse. But my point is, when you influence others about relationships, about sex, about money, about the basics of life, who's teaching you? Where are you getting your sources? Many times people, their sources are famous people. And can I tell you something? Only because somebody is famous doesn't mean they should be modeled after. You following me? Some people, their biggest mentor is their favorite show. <laughs> well, you know, because at this show, they did that, so I'm going to start doing it this way because my favorite celebrity, the, the, and it's like, no, like, shows should not be your model on how to do life. They should be examples on how life is, but not on how life should be. You following me? So what your model, number one model should be God. You were made to imitate God. You were made to follow God. And what's crazy is that we can't even escape making copies of ourselves, whether for good or for bad. Whether you like it or not, you're doing it. Therapist, actually, he, he, they wrote a book and, and I, I read it. Well, more like I had to read it for, for school. And you know what they said? They said that even bad ways for evil ways people are for, like part of their nature humans have a bad habit on forcing other people to be like them and that's true even for bad things we want people to force them to be like us talk like me why aren't you why aren't you talkative like me you know like like why don't you do this like me and it's like whoa dude relax like everyone's different so if we do it for bad and force people to be like us, why don't we do it for good? Now, I want to be clear. <laughs> I want to be clear. I'm not, calling, I'm not telling you that we're all about making people imitate your personality. Because everyone's personality is different. What I'm talking about is people imitating fundamental values, core values. Does that make sense? Wisdom. That's what I'm talking about. And so it's, and you know what? Creating copies of ourselves is even part of our deep nature. What happens when a, when a man and a woman come together? They make, they make a baby. Yeah, they make a baby. And what, those, what does a baby look like? Like them, right? So even it's part of our nature, like it's ingrained in us. To make copies of ourselves. So why don't we do it for good? What do they say at work? When you're starting, when you're a, a recruit or you're a newbie or you're, you're you know, you're, you're new. You're going to be this person. 
You're going to be shadowing this person. And you can follow their good habits. It's part of who we are. God made you to create good copies, to create copies of God. Does that make sense? If you have a Bible, go to Matthew, I mean uh, Ephesians. I want to show you this very simple but key scripture. Ephesians chapter 5. Listen to what it says. Ephesians chapter 5 says, follow God's example. Tell the person next to you, follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and what, what does following God's example mean? It says it right there. Walk in the way of, you reading it with me? Not yet? Okay, so I'm ahead of everybody. Love. There we go. Walk in the way. So what is the example of God? Exactly, the way of love, the, the way of real love. Just as the Christ loved us and gave up, gave his, himself up as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Using God as your model. Some people, their biggest model, like role model, is their boss. And it's like everything they do, I must do. And it's like, no. Some of you are like, he's for certain. She is not my, my example. Heck no. <laughs> you know what I mean? But who is your ultimate model? Who is your, who's the person you're always quoting on how they do things? You know what I mean? Well, you know, so-and-so said this. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like, worship them already. But our ultimate model is to be God. Now, I'm not saying not to have models in other places. No, 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 because God could shine his wisdom through other people. But our ultimate source on how to do life should be God. And so, what is outreach? What is influencing others? You know, uh, uh, for, for us, outreach means demonstrating the heart of God to all people. Especially Especially people that are neglected by most churches. Outreach to us is demonstrating the heart of God to the poor. It's demonstrating the heart of God to the LGBTQ community. For us, outreach means demonstrating the heart of God to the anxious, to the depressed, what others? To the hurt, to the confused, to those that have been discouraged by religion. That is what we're called to demonstrate the heart of God to. You, you following me? Outreach to us isn't just this flyer to give to people or tell them to know. For us, outreach is demonstrating the heart of God so that they can follow God's example. That is what we're called to do. Someone once said, outreach is the overflow of a life of worship. That's what we're called to do to our neighbors, to our, our, our co-workers. Nowadays, people don't want a flyer about God. Nowadays, they want to see a good life. Now, uh, someone once said, nowadays, people don't want to hear what God can do. They want to hear what God has done. You are to be the flyer that people are to read that God is good and that he is loving. You're the flyer. Tell the person next to you, you're the flyer. <laughs> now, I want to start landing this plane. And I want to share with you 
our biggest enemies. Our biggest enemies. The things that we are going to be aiming at to destroy and to bring down. You ready with me? <laughs> let me, spoiler alert. Uh, let me just spoil something real quick. It's not, a, it's not any person in general, okay? I don't want you to think it's one person. We're going to attack this one person. No. God's word says that our true enemies aren't flesh and blood. They're dark forces that ruin the world. Our first num our number one enemy is spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness. That's our number one enemy. We want to make sure people live a life of clarity in all things. And we strongly believe that the greatest person to follow is Jesus. He is the best. He opens everybody's eyes. The second biggest evil that we are going to be attacking as a church is the lack of good leaders. Nowadays, what's one of our biggest things that, that we lack in our society today? Good leaders. I, I've shared it before, but I read this book by, um, she's like, uh, She's like the mother of like the Silicon Valley bosses, like the managers. And she said that so much of the depression nowadays is due to bad management in companies. Can someone say amen to that? <laughs> and we want to be a place where we develop good leaders, people that grow into great leadership, whether they're leading at church, whether they're leading in their business, whether they're leading at school, whether they're leading at home, whether they're leading in a community organization, we want to be a place where we confront bad leadership. The next evil that we're going to be attacking and confronting is poverty. Poverty. If you are not all about being friends with the homeless and with the poor, maybe this isn't the church for you. We are going to be big. I'm so big. Like, even right now, we just moved in. Uh, in we just moved in. We, uh, we, we moved into our house. And uh, friends, of, uh, friends of ours, they've kind of made fun of me. Kaylee makes fun of me sometimes. But I'm really big on being nice to all the neighbors. Like, I don't know if you've seen the Truman Show. Like, the guy, when he comes out of the door and he's, like, waving at everybody, all the neighbors. That's me. Like, that's what I love to do. I love waving at everybody. I love saying hi. And I love even make, befriending homeless people, treating them by their name. That's a big part of my core values is learning the names of homeless people in my community, in our church community, in our, even our home community. And so we're going to be big on caring for the poor, caring for people that don't have anything. Can I tell you one of my dreams for the church? One of my dreams for the church is to be able to purchase a massive apartment complex and being able to have a place where homeless could use that as like a temporary stay so that they could get back on their feet. That's one of the dreams for this church. You following me? One of my other dreams for the church about this is, and, and, and something that we talk about often, is to be able to buy out different franchises in certain communities so that we could produce jobs for those communities. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, let's give God a hand. And that's going to be all of us. Renee, where is that? That's in the Bible, man. Like, come on now. That's, the scripture says, blessed are the poor. The other evil that we're going to be attacking is sickness. We're not only going to be 
caring for the sick, but we also believe that God has also given us the power to heal the sick. We're going to be people that are going to embrace the leper as Jesus did. We're going to be a community where we're going to be uh, in the middle with, with the, the forgotten of our community. Did you know that L.A. has a homeless crisis? What is the church doing? What are we doing? You see what I'm saying? Like that attitude is going to be part of us influencing others. I'm telling you, we're serious. We're not playing church here. I even hear there's like even a rat infestation in part of the city. It's like, what are we doing? Anyways, let's move on. Five, oh, you know what's one of the dreams of this church? is to have its own hospital. It's to be able to care for the sick, to be able to heal the sick. Man, this, this is not just, oh, Sunday service, talk about God. No, this is way more than that. Because we, were, we believe what God's word says, that we were called to influence others. We're called to love our city and to restore our city. And the and, uh, fifth one, the last one, if we could put it up there, we're going to be big on education. Because we're going to be attacking illiteracy. Did you know that God's word says that we are to love God even with all of our mind? These are the five evils. These are actually according to studies, according to the pros. These are the five evils in our society. Renee, why are you talking so different? You know why? Because Jesus said we are the salt of the world. We are supposed to bring flavor. We are supposed to bring, uh, uh, preserve life. Did you know that uh, salt was used before as refrigerators? We, we have refrigerators to keep, you know, our stuff fresh. Back in the day, they didn't have refrigerators. They had salt. And that is what we're called to be. We're called to influence others, to restore others. So with that being said, okay, we're good with time. We're good with time. We're going to do a little exercise in a bit, a very quick exercise. I want to finish today by telling you to be intentional about influencing others. Be intentional about mentoring others. Um, I want to go to this last scripture for today. Romans chapter 8. Oh man, this is kind of a desperate scripture I want to read to you. Romans chapter 8 verse 18. It says, Paul says, uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 18. Says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us. Here it goes. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. In other words, the whole world, all creation is waiting for the children of God to step up. Somebody once said, the streets are the report card of the church. The world, scripture says, the world is anxiously waiting for the children of God to step up and do something. Did you know that in ancient times, churches invented hospitals? Did you know that hospitals were invented by churches? 
Did you know that universities were invented by churches? Did you know that the whole idea of nobody being, under, uh, being above the law was invented by churches? The world is waiting for people that follow God to wake up and step up. Did you know that in Scripture, in Revelations, where it says repent, repent, you know who it's talking to? It's not talking to the unbelievers. It's talking, about, it's talking to the church. The church has to wake up. And that's why at this church, we're going to be intentional about seeing, are you influencing other people? Are you mentoring others? We already spoke with our team, Kaylee and I did, about that we're going to start this new push. We're going to start this new push. That you need to find about three people that you could influence and mentor. that you could have under your wing. We're serious, everybody. We're intentional. Obviously, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Yes, names. Who is somebody in your life that you could start mentoring and discipling? Huh? Oh, yeah, even if I don't know them. Me? Like, rename me? The church? Yeah, even if they're not part of your church, Anybody that you could start mentoring, Every, anywhere, work, school. Oh, no, and by the way, you're not turning this in, okay, okay. This is for you to keep. This is for you to keep, okay. <laughs> yeah, serious. Oh, uh, your paper, please, have it due by, no. Oh, no, 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 you don't have to tell me. The, the, you don't got to tell me. Wow, okay. <laughs> but yes, please, write it down, and those people are going to be the people you're going to be influencing intentionally. And if you don't have them yet, it's okay. Yeah, it's the, we're, we're, uh, the team, we called it the Jesus Challenge. <laughs> the Jesus Challenge. About mentoring. And so... And even we were talking with the team that they have, they, the team has a deadline by, by December. They need to know who are they going to be mentoring and who they're going to be walking with. And the goal is to meet with them on a monthly basis, not a weekly, because nowadays, you know, everybody's busy. Everybody's crazy busy. Monthly is more doable. Can I get an amen? amen. Yeah. And so I just want to start, I want to land the plane and just tell you, please write down if you can. If they're like flowing in your mind already, Awesome. But please be intentional about mentoring, about influencing others, about discipling others. Renee, what if they're older than me? Hey, if they're older than you and they're willing to accept your leadership and your, your, your what could I say, your mentorship, awesome. They don't got to be younger than you. 
Age is not, uh, maturity is not an age. Some people are 40 years old and they act like they're nine-year-olds. <laughs> Some are like 12-year-olds and they act like they're 90. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so this is what we're about. On behalf of our church, we want to thank you for listening to this week's message. RLA is a biblical grassroots church located in South Los Angeles. We are a community who is here to restore the hurting, anxious, and those discouraged by religion. We hope to have you back next week.